0: They're related, aren't they? Love of God and love of neighbor. If human beings are created in God's image, then there's some kind of identification. Our identity is wrapped up with our creator. You know, it's something like your reflection in a mirror which is wrapped up with you. Break the mirror because you don't like what you see And that says something not just about your reflection, but about you too. St. John put it this way. He said, we cannot be said to love the God that we do not see, if we do not love the brother or sister that we can see. The two are tied together. One is the reflection of the other, albeit imperfectly. Something of the basis for this command is given at the end of our first reading. I am compassionate, the Lord God said. I am compassionate. It's encouragement to as I have done for you. You yourself have benefited from this. I have shown you love. But also, your being is an image of mine. Compassion is stamped into your very nature. And if you don't live that out, your nature is going to tell you about it. See, if we're a reflection of the original, if our identity is wrapped up with God, who is compassionate, then failing to be compassionate not only harms others, but ourselves. I think that's part of the evil described in our first reading, which returned to the perpetrators. Did you catch that? You have wronged widows and orphans. Now your own wives will be widows and your children orphans. Failing to be compassionate, failing to love creates a distance between who we are objectively, a human being in God's image, and who we're choosing to be. It's like an identity crisis at the deepest level, bringing with it all the uncertainty and anxiety of a psychological breakdown. I think that's often reflected in that funk that we get into sometimes, where we're just unhappy grouchy, we're mean, and we're such because, well, we are not living up to that expectation that's written into our very existence. You see, we're made according to a pattern of love, and cognitive dissonance emerges to the degree our choices don't match this. Now, this affords us a glimpse of the logic of God's commandments. I mean, they're not arbitrary rules, but the articulation of a way of life that's consistent with our makeup, with our nature. Live according to your God-given nature, the commandments urge, and you'll just simply have a better life, a happier one. You see, they're not about control, but about happiness, Listen again to Jesus. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. In Mark's gospel, Jesus rounds us out with, and with all your might. Heart, soul, mind, might. Now, what does that describe to you? Is there any power that we have that's not captured in those terms? I mean, I can't think of one then what is Jesus saying? Every power, every capability that you possess finds its completion in love. All we have has been created for a purpose. Harness all your powers, bend them in this way, and you'll fulfill the purpose for which you were created. I don't know about you, but sometimes for me, it's helpful to feel what that's like by recalling moments in my life in which I've not found my purpose or lived up to my calling. And my mind goes to when I was in college and I began as a mechanical engineering major and then switched to chemical engineering. And for some reason, they gave me a job in the in the lab as a research assistant. I was in there mixing chemicals and just finding, well, this is fine, but... something is missing, something's lacking, I don't find fulfillment in this. No doubt you've had an experience like that too. When we don't live up to our potential to love, there is that deep unrest that emerges. Heart, soul, mind, and might find their fulfillment in love, which creates the meaning, fulfillment, and satisfaction for which we long. Love the Lord your God with all your might, mind, soul, and hearts. For love makes us like the object. That's why it's imperative that we always love something that's greater and not something that's lesser. Because to love means that you're becoming more and more like the object loved. It confirms our identity and enables us to be what our country dearly needs. Not partisans, but Christians. And yet, you know, if, if this was easy, if it was natural for us, I mean, there would be no commandment, would there? But as it stands, there is. Because, well, it is not easy. Which brings us here and to our knees, understanding that unless God's love is poured into our hearts, well, our hearts will remain what hard and stony and our lives unfulfilled.